the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time now for New Hope Radio on AM 1100 KFAX. This program is the radio ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship in Hayward, a place of healing and restoration. Now here's today's message of hope. Today we're going we're gonna to talk about fighting forward. There's been some crazy growth that has happened this year. There's been a lot of loss. There's been a lot of things that I've had to just surrender to God this past year. Looking back on this year, at the beginning of the year, the Lord gave me a word. He gave me one word for, for me for 2022. And that word was the word move. I heard him say, Randy, your word is move, move. And I knew what that meant. It meant that I need to continue to to pursue Jesus. That no matter what was happening in my life, I have to move forward. There were some things that the Lord was was calling me out of and calling me into. And it was time to move. It was time to get going. It was time to activate the faith that was within me. It was time to take some steps out of a comfort zone and some steps into the unknown. It was time to move. It was time to move. Today we're going we're gonna to look at just one verse in particular. And we're going to look at a bunch of different verses. But one verse in particular in the book of Job we're going to look at. It's right in the middle of the book of Job. In Job chapter 17, verse 9. And, and, and just to set this up a little bit, if, if you, you, you probably have heard about the story of this man named Job. And he just went through the, the biggest trial that you could ever imagine in your life. I mean, he literally lost everything that he had. He lost it all. His health was fading. He lost everything. His friends that came to comfort him basically said, you know what? You might as well just turn your back on God. His wife even said, you might as well just curse God and die. I mean, this is the, the, the severity of this trial that this man named Job was going through. And this verse that we're about to read literally was right in the middle of this trial. But right in the middle of this crazy trial, Job, he has this amazing declaration of faith. That really, if you read, if you read the story and you read the context before and then even after, it almost seems like it comes out of nowhere. This declaration of faith. And, and I taught on this verse a, f- a few weeks or a month or two ago in Bible study. And we're going to just look at it again. And we're going we're gonna to dig into it a little bit deeper today. Because I really feel the Lord is saying, it's time to fight forward, church. It's time to fight forward. So Job 17, verse 9. I'm going to read this out of the NLT translation. And this is what it says. The righteous keep moving forward. 
And those with clean hands grow stronger and stronger. The righteous keep moving forward. And those with clean hands grow stronger and stronger. You know, I, I, I love to fish, and I, I kind of use this illustration in Bible study about this amazing fish, the salmon. Who, who loves to eat salmon? Who loves salmon? Yes. Salmon's some good eating, right? I love raw salmon. I'm, I'm you know, I love sushi, and, and um, but I love to fish. And for me, there's nothing like fishing in a river, in a stream, up in the mountains, away from everything. It's just you alone, just standing in the water, and you're just in, in God's beautiful creation, and you're just with him, and, and it, there's nothing like that peace in that type of setting, right? And I love, I love fishing in the river. And as I thought about this, this moving forward, this fighting forward, I, I thought about the life of a salmon. And a salmon is a, is a beautiful, vibrant fish that lives the majority of its life in the ocean, right? Silver, bright, beautiful. But when the time is right, the salmon will enter into the stream, the river system. And, and it starts this incredible journey of this fish. And the journey is to the spawning grounds. And usually these spawning grounds are miles and miles up river. And, and the salmon enters the, the, the river. It knows it's time to, to spawn, right? And it enters in vibrant, beautiful silver. And it starts this journey that literally mutilates the fish. It starts this struggle. And literally this fish now, once it enters into the river... It is literally fighting to die. Okay, you got to get this. The salmon, once it gets to the destination, if it ever does, will then die at that destination. It's fighting to die. And it's fighting the, the current that is pulling this fish back. It's, it's, it's hitting its head on rocks and it's getting all beat up. It's getting bruised. It's getting battered. In most places, there's bears that are out there trying to, trying to catch it, trying to eat it. There's, there's rapids. There's even sometimes little waterfalls that it has to try and try and try and try and try again to get up. And this fish is fighting to die. Now, I want to pause just for a moment, because that same way we should be fighting to die. Now, I'm not talking about a physical death, but I'm talking about dying to our flesh. We should be fighting daily to die to our flesh. Because here's the thing. Once this salmon makes it to the spawning grounds, it's fighting, it's fighting to die, it lays its eggs, and then it dies. But in its death, there is so much life that is birthed. In your death, when you die to your flesh, is when your life really begins. It's when your new life 
really begins. So the righteous keep moving forward. Here's the other thing about a fish, a salmon that's, that's in this river system and the current. Is, how many know there's a current of life? Now, in order for this salmon just even to stay stationary in the river, it has to be fighting. Because what happens the moment that this salmon stops fighting, the current is just going to drag its back, back, right? It's the same thing with us, you guys. We have to continue to move forward. God is a God of movement. We have to continue to move forward. Because if we're not moving forward, I'm going to tell you what, you, you are going to be dragged back. It's just the way it is. So we have to fight forward. We have to fight to die. It says this, that the righteous keep moving forward. Can, can you just say this with me? Say, I am the righteousness of God. One more time, all together. Come on. I am the righteousness of God. Now, here's the thing about that. Because really, none of us are righteous. We're all sinners. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, right? But here's the thing. It's because of Jesus. Look at 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians 5.21, it says this. God made Christ. Yes who had no sin, become the sin offering for the world. So that because of what Christ did, we could be made right with God. Other translations say we can become the righteousness of God. See, this is the gospel message. This is grace. Is that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So that we could be justified. So that we could be made right with God. And here's the thing about it. Because I I just feel like we need to say this. Because some of you may may be thinking, well, it says the righteous keep moving forward. But I just don't feel righteous. Well, I want you to know, you are righteous. If you believe in Jesus, if you receive him into your heart, you have been made right. So this applies to you. It applies to all of us. The righteous keep moving forward. Colossians 1, it's, it's, it's a beautiful Beautiful chapter to read. And it basically says this, because of what Christ did, because of his death in his body, now God brings us into his presence. And now on the other side of the cross, we can stand holy and blameless before God without a single fault. (sighs) Do you believe that? Read it. Read Colossians chapter 1. You stand before God holy and blameless without a single fault. Not because of anything you did or anything you didn't do. It's all because of Jesus. So let's say it again. I am the righteousness of God. One more time. Come on. I am the righteousness of God. Come on. So the righteous keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. So in light of what we just heard about Jesus, that means that sin no longer has to hold us back. Sin no longer has power over us. Okay? This is just the gospel. We're going we're gonna to spend just a moment just on the gospel. This is the most important thing for you guys to understand. Sin no longer has power over you. Sin no longer has to hold you back. Your shame 
No longer has to hold you back. You don't have to live in shame anymore. Why? Because there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. No condemnation. That means there's no sentence. There's no punishment for those who are in Christ Jesus. Somebody say, I'm fighting forward. Come on, say it again. I'm fighting forward. Hallelujah. So it says the righteous keep moving forward and those with clean hands grow stronger and stronger. How many know that in this journey, as we as we just continue to move forward in the things of the Lord, that the Lord will take us through different seasons in our life. And these seasons are not meant to harm us. They're only meant to make us stronger, just like this verse says. So it says those with clean hands grow stronger and stronger. Clean hands or a pure heart. It means that there's a process. There's a process that God will take you through. The Bible says that that there's this refining process, right? Tried by fire. There's There's this process where sometimes we feel like we are just going through the fire of life. How many feel like maybe that's where you're at right now? Now, we're all, we all go through different seasons. If you're not there, you probably have just come out of a season like that. Or guess what? Unfortunately, you're going to be going into a season like that very soon. Because that's just the way that it is. That's the way this journey is. And it's meant to make us stronger. It's meant to build some things within us. Job, when he makes this declaration, he is right in the middle of the fire. He's right in the middle of the fire. But here's, here's what happens in the fire. There's this refining process. And how many know that God is the refiner? He's the refiner. He, he, he allows us to go into the fire. And it's not meant to harm us. It's not meant to hurt us. It's not meant to burn us even. But it's meant to burn away some things in our life. Okay, if you know about the process of gold or silver, it it gets put in the fire, and in the fire, once it's heated up, the impurities are burned away. Or they come to the surface, and the refiner takes them away, right? Here's the beautiful thing about this process, is is once the process is done, the the, whatever it is, the, the gold bar, whatever comes out, and the refiner looks at the gold bar, and here's how the refiner tests the purity now. The refiner will now look in to see his own reflection. You got to get this. See, the Bible says that we go from glory to glory. We become more and more like him as we begin to move forward. As we do. So the refiner looks in our lives. And the more of his reflection that he sees, the, the, the more he knows that we're ready. For whatever it is up ahead, right? So, so we need to be going through this, not asking God just to take us up. We need to be going through this process saying, Lord, just, just see me through like I know you will. I know there's purpose in my pain. I know there's purpose in what I'm going through. I know that, that your desire is that I come out on the other side stronger, more prepared for whatever it is that you have for me, Lord. So while some of us may feel like, man, I, I feel like I'm in the fire right now. So, some of you may feel... Like, well, I feel like I, I went through some fire, but finally I've, I've come out the other side. And, and, and maybe you feel like me a little bit where I, where I just finally feel like I can breathe. Yes, a little bit. I finally feel like I could take a breath. Whew, I can exhale for just a moment, right? 
I finally feel like I have just peace right now. Okay? Well, well let, me, let me tell you. For me, this is the hardest season in my life to continue the pursuit. And, and in fact, this was the season that this motto for me, fight forward. See, the, the word move, it morphed into different things throughout the year. And in this last season, it morphed into fight forward. Well, it morphed into fight forward for me because of that season. Coming out of the fire, feeling like I can exhale, but I'm hearing the Lord say, fight forward. Do you understand? It's not just when you're in the fire. It's when you come out of the fire. Are you going to stay desperate for him in that place? Are you going to stay desperate for It's easy to be desperate for God when you just need a way out. When you need God and you need Jesus as your Savior. Lord, I'm desperate for you. For me, it's easy to be desperate for him in that season. But are you going to stay desperate for him when you come out of it and things are now going good again? Are you going to say, God, I'm still desperate for you, Lord? Everything that I was doing then, everything that I started, waking up early, getting into your presence, Lord, I'm never going to stop that, Lord. I'm never going to stop my pursuit of you. I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm going to keep fighting forward. I'm going to keep pursuing you, Jesus, no matter what. It's life or death for me, no matter what. Let me say this to those that maybe can relate to that season. Peacetime is prep time. Peacetime is prep time. I believe this. I believe that the church, the church, the church isn't an audience just to be entertained. You are the church. I am the church. We are all the, not just this church, but the body of Christ. We are the church. We're not just an audience to be entertained. You are an army to be empowered. You're an army to be empowered. Listen, peacetime is prep time. A warrior, a mighty warrior doesn't prepare for battle during battle. Do you receive that? A warrior doesn't prepare for battle right when he's fighting the battle. It's too late. The preparation happens... In the time of peace, peace time is prep time. We don't we don't prepare for the opposition in the face of the opposition. Let me say this: if you've been facing some opposition, if you've been feeling, I have, big time, been facing opposition. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. That means that you're going in the right direction. That means that the enemy is not happy with what is happening in your life. We're going to face some opposition, but listen, we don't prepare to face opposition in the face of opposition. Let me say this. Faith and strength to face the opposition, it isn't found in the face of the opposition. It's developed while you're face down before the Lord. Can I say that again? The faith and the strength To face the opposition, it isn't found in the face of the opposition. It's found while you're face down before the Lord. Do you receive that? Peace time is prep time. Peace time is prep time. You know, I'm reminded of um, this past Wednesday, Angela taught Bible study, and it was just amazing, amazing 
teaching, and she taught just out of the story of David and Goliath. And it's been a while since I've read that story, and just reading it again and her teaching it, I was like, wow, there's just so, there's so much more revelation in this thing than I even remember. There's just so much. I mean, you could preach like so many sermons out of that story. It's just so great. Such a great story. Read it. It's in 1 Samuel somewhere in 1 Samuel. I don't remember. 17. Peacetime is prep time. As she was teaching it, and as, as, I, as I was just reading through it again, and just seeing the faith of this little shepherd boy, seeing the confidence in this little shepherd boy as he, as he was tending the sheep and his father said, hey, go, go meet your brothers, give them some supplies and whatever, and they're in this battle against the Philistines. And, and we know the story, right? There's this giant Goliath. He's literally a giant. He's like almost 10 feet tall. He's huge. And he's coming out and he's just taunting them. And he's basically saying like, whoever, like send, send somebody out to fight me. And whoever wins, the other side has to be the slaves of the other side, right? I mean, it was some consequence on the line here, right? And for 40 days, this was happening, and everybody was just scared in, in the Israelite army. Everybody was just was scared. And here comes this little shepherd boy, David. And he comes strutting up, and he says some things that are just like, man, this dude is, is just, he's got crazy faith, Right? He says, like, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that would dare to stand up to the Lord's chosen army? Like, what? And then then he, he goes and he convinces King Saul. Think about that. This little shepherd boy, knowing what's on the line. Slavery is on the line. This little boy convinces the king to let him go fight this giant. You ever thought about that? Think about the confidence. Think about the faith that David had to convince the king, knowing the repercussions that would happen. And the king even says, you're just a boy. You can't fight. And David says, no, I've been trained for this. Right? Why? Because peacetime was prep time for David, right? Think about all the years that he was tending to the sheep. And he talks about how, man, there was times where lions and bears would come, and I had to defend. I, listen to this. God was ha- will have you fight these little battles along the way to prepare you for something big, right? David was fighting these little ba- battles all off by himself, right? Think about this, though. Not only the battles he fought, but think about the time he had with the Lord. Just him and God on his face before the Lord. It was all preparation. It was all strengthening him. Peace time, you guys, is prep time. I love what he says. He goes out to the giant. He says, you come at me with a sword, but I come at you in the name of the living God, whom you are defiling. And then he tells him, I'm about to kill you. I'm about to cut your head off. He tells him what he's about to do. Some of us need to tell the enemy what's going to happen. We've got to remind the enemy. And, and, and I'm just saying this today because I feel like we are in a battle, you guys. Yes, we, are. we are in a war. Uh-huh. We have to understand that and we have to be prepared yes. to fight. Yes. Because if we just cower in fear, we're just sitting targets. It's time to move forward. Yes. It's time to fight forward. Amen. Yes. Somebody say, I'm fighting forward. I'm fighting forward. So the righteous keep moving forward. And those with clean hands grow stronger and stronger. Stronger and stronger. See, it's talking about a progression. Stronger 
and stronger. I'm growing stronger and stronger. As I move forward, I'm growing stronger and stronger. As I struggle forward, as I fight forward, I'm growing strong. Why? Because struggle produces strength. Struggle produces strength. How, you know, think about this. You go to you, people that work out and they're trying to build muscle, that you have to do something called resistance training in order to build muscle because struggle, resistance builds muscle. Resistance, the resistance that we're talking about, will build your spiritual muscles, will make you stronger. So don't, when, when, you, when you feel the current of life and the opposition coming, just say, Lord, I know, I know that with you as my strength, I can continue to move forward and face this head on because I'm not alone. I'm not alone. So struggle produces strength. Resistance grows our spiritual muscle. See, God's desire is this, is that you would be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. That's what the word says. That you would be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. That's what James chapter 1, verse 2 through 4 says. It says that, that, that count it all joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever we go through trials of many kinds, because we know that these trials are developing something within us. They're developing perseverance. It's developing endurance within us. So, so let it happen. Let it happen because his desire is that you would be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. When I think about this, this word perfect, any, anytime you hear the word perfect in the Bible, it's speaking of wholeness. God wants you to be made whole. He wants to make you whole. This has been New Hope Radio, a ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship. You're invited to worship with them at 22110 Montgomery Street in Hayward. Services are held Sundays at 10 a.m. For other service times and more information, see New Hope Christian Fellowship online at nhcfonline.org. That's nhcfonline.org. Join us next week at this time for New Hope Radio here on AM 1100 KFAX. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.